Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. It was past supper time when Lefty Larkin drove out of Wakefield and headed back toward Aunt Mary's farm. It hadn't been necessary for Lefty to stay in town so long, but he had been loath to go home. For Lefty felt a little guilty about the responsibility he had assumed in going to see Ben Calvert. Lefty had told Ben in no uncertain terms to keep his son-in-law in hand, to keep him away from Peggy Douglas and the Lane Farm. Yes, if Peggy couldn't see what lay in store for her, Lefty thought he could. If she couldn't protect herself, he'd do it for her. But still, Lefty had a feeling that Aunt Mary wouldn't have approved of his visit to Ben Calvert, a visit that ended in a quarrel. Try as he would to reassure himself that as Peggy's father, he had a right to interfere, he couldn't help but remember what David Bowman had said, namely that he had never claimed that right. Now it's nearly eight o'clock as Lefty drives the car into the shed. Seeing a light on in the parlor, he comes in the front door. Lefty? Yeah. Well, we were beginning to wonder about you. Hello, Peggy. Hello, Lefty. What happened to you? Oh, nothing. I. Oh, say, by the way, I was able to get that chicken wire. Good. And I have the other things on your list, Aunt Mary. I'll unload the pickup later. I thought I'd report first. Well, what are you making, Peggy? Nothing. Just putting a hem in this old dress. What's new in town? Well, let's see. They're doing some painting around the courthouse, and... Oh, yes, I, I understand Mrs. Janeway is getting a divorce from Ed. Oh, I hope not. Well, that's what they say. But I always thought they got along so well. You never can tell. Some people have been married a long time, never been any trouble between them. And then all of a sudden, just like that. Well, then you take a young couple. From all signs, it looks as if they're about ready to break up. Haven't been married very long. They're the ones who go on forever. Is that supposed to be meant for me? Oh, Peggy, honey. Well, I think... Excuse me. Where are you going? To answer the phone. But that's Plummer's ring. Oh, I thought that was ours. Are you expecting a call? No, not particularly. Peggy, speaking of the Plummer's, why don't you call Jane and ask her to come over? You've worked hard all day. I, I think it would do you good to have some company. Oh, I don't know, Aunt Mary. I, I just don't feel much like seeing Jane or, or doing anything for that matter. Well, all right. Yeah, she's a nice girl, that Jane. I like her. So do I. Well, go on, Lefty, and finish telling us what you did in town. Oh, by the way, have you had anything to eat? Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I blew myself to dinner at the hotel. Wasn't bad, either. I had some roast beef for a change. Well, Peggy and I struggled along on fried chicken and hot biscuits. Oh, oh stop it, will you? Any left? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, swell. I'll be ready for another snack pretty soon. <laughs> Good. Oh, by the way, I saw David Bowman. David Bowman this morning. Oh? He said he might stop by. I know. But he told me he wasn't sure he could make it. Did he tell you about the note he got from Randy? Mm-hmm. That really made our day complete, didn't it, Peggy? What? Oh, yes. 
I have an idea that Jane Plummer was very glad to hear that Randy was all right, too. Oh? Well, what... I'll get it. Maybe that's David. Hello? Yes? Well, uh, I don't know. I guess it's someone for Peggy. What? That's right. Well, go on, Lefty. You saw David. Wait a minute, Aunt Mary. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, Lefty. It is nice to listen to people's phone conversations. All right. Who was that, Peggy? Someone for me. Well, can't we know? It isn't that, Lefty. Just that I resent being asked a question like that. You treat me as if I were a child or something. Uh, Aunt Mary, I'm going out for a little while. Oh? Yes, I'm going to take a walk. Uh, I may go over to Jane's. I won't be gone long. I thought you didn't feel like doing anything. Well, I've changed my mind. Lefty, I... I don't think you should have questioned her like that. Aunt Mary, don't you understand that phone call? And now... What are you talking about? Haven't you talked to Peggy about Bill today? No. And I've purposely avoided the subject. After what happened the other night, I thought I should wait until Peggy wanted to talk to me about it. And perhaps you don't know. If you still think, Aunt Mary, that Peggy's through with Bill, you're mistaken. I talked to her this morning, and she's changed her mind again. Or rather, I suspect he's changed it for her. I tell you, she's gone out now to meet Bill. But that doesn't seem very likely. I think she would have told me. Well, that's where you're wrong. Aunt Mary, I know as well as anything that when Peggy took the car the other night, she went after Bill. But I don't believe she would have gone on seeing him. She isn't going to. Don't worry. It's going to stop. Aunt Mary was disturbed by what Lefty had said. She got up, walked over towards the window. But it was too dark for her to see Peggy go out the gate, turn left, and start down the highway. When the young girl came to a big oak tree that marked one of the boundaries of her aunt's farm, she stopped. And a few minutes later... Peggy? Yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, isn't that Kip Kurt? Mm, yeah. Uh, do you want to get in and talk? Or... No, no, let's just stand here. Uh, I couldn't talk to you very well over the phone. Aunt Mary and Lefty were there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did they ask any questions? Oh, Lefty was a little difficult. I'm sorry. That sort of thing makes our meeting like this kind of... Well, kind I of... wish I could tell them, but... Oh, I'm sure they wouldn't understand. Yeah. Well, I can't blame them very much. I don't see how anyone could understand me at this point. Even you. Kip left this afternoon for California. Did she? Yeah. That's where I've been. I drove her over to Stanton. She decided to get the train there. How long is she going to be gone? I still don't know. She hasn't decided. Depends on... on things. Well, if you took her to the train, then... then you must have been able to get a pass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nice. 
I've never been to California. Oh, well, we'll have to. What were you going to say? Oh, uh, I was just thinking that you ought to go there someday. There's some pretty beautiful country. That's what I hear. Oh, Bill. I know, I know. This isn't easy, is it? No, it's awful. I warned you, Peggy. I told you. I know. I know it has to be like this, but I can still say it's awful, can't I? Yeah. Oh, I keep wanting to tell you everything, to explain everything to you. But I can't. Well, if you want to tell me that something. Oh, I can accept all that, but well. But what? Well, it just seems so peculiar standing here talking about nothing. If we could only talk about the future in terms of you and me. You know, the way it's fun to do. Say someday we'll do this or that. Well. But we can't. Makes me afraid even to think about it. Don't say that. But you told me Forget that... Forget what I told you. But, Bill, you said you couldn't make any promises about the future. I know that. I probably shouldn't say this, Peggy, but I've got to. Don't be afraid to hope. Because something happened tonight... Well, I think I can tell you that everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Really? Yes, baby. Really. The two young people stood there, not touching each other, not saying anything. Two young people trying to bridge the mistakes of the past. And for Peggy, the unknown obstacles of the present. Obstacles Bill feels will disappear as soon as Kit's child is born. But I wonder. I wonder if there can be any happy solution for Bill Mead and Aunt Mary's niece. 